Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, math dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. If you're under the impression that mathematical series like those we talked about last week aren't useful in the real world, or that the compound interest formula we talked about a few weeks ago is just a one-trick pony, the next few episodes should change your mind. Though mathematical series are certainly a beautiful and elegant part of math, we'll see that they're also incredibly useful. And although we already know the compound interest formula can be used to calculate simple interest, we're going to find out that it can also be used to do much more. In fact, as we'll see over the next two episodes, if we put these two ideas together, we gain even greater abilities. In particular, we can use the combined power of the compound interest formula and mathematical series to calculate how fast your money will grow in something called a recurring investment. And that turns out to be a very useful real-world skill. As we've seen in previous episodes, the compound interest formula can be used to calculate what's called the simple interest earned in investments like a bank savings account. To refresh your memory, the compound interest formula says that the future value of an investment is equal to its present value times the quantity 1 plus the interest rate, all raised to the power of the number of years the money is invested. So if you invest $2,000 at the beginning of the year in an account earning 5% annual interest, the compound interest formula says that at the end of the first year, the account will be worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power, which is $2,100. At the end of the second year, it'll be worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the second power, which is equal to $2,205. And at the end of the third year, it'll be worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the third power, which is equal to $2,315.25. Notice that in the investment we've been talking about, money was only put into the account once at the beginning of the first year. After that, the account grew only by accruing earned interest. But that's not how most people actually invest their money. Instead, people usually put some fraction of their income into an investment account every year. For example, if you put $2,000 into an account at the beginning of every year, not only will that account grow by earning interest, but it will also grow simply due to the fact that you're putting in more and more money. This type of investment, where money is periodically put into an account, is called a recurring investment. And as we'll see in a minute, it's a great way to grow your money. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
To see why a recurring investment is such an effective means of growing your money, let's think about how to calculate the value of such an investment after some number of years. In particular, let's say that you invest $2,000 in an account earning 5% interest, exactly as you did before. But this time, let's also say that you put an additional $2,000 into the account at the beginning of each subsequent year. Using the compound interest formula, we find that after the first year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power. That's $2,100, exactly as it was before. But now, at the beginning of the second year, you put another $2,000 into the account. So at the end of that year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power, that's for the $2,000 you just put into the account this year, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the second power, that's for the $2,000 you put into the account two years ago. That gives you $2,100 from this year's investment plus $2,205 from last year's investment for a total of $4,305. Now, once again, at the beginning of the third year, you put in another $2,000. So at the end of that year, the account is worth $2,000 times 1.05 to the first power, this year's investment, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the second power, last year's investment, plus $2,000 times 1.05 to the third power, the first year's investment. That gives you $2,100 from this year, plus $2,205 from last year, plus $2,315.25 from the first year, for a grand total of $6,620.25. So, at the end of three years, you've invested $6,000 of your money into the account, which means that you've earned $6,620.25 minus $6,000, which is equal to $620.25 of interest. When you compare that to the $315.25 of interest you earned in the account where you only invested one lump sum amount at the outset, you begin to see the real power of recurring investments. Not only do you earn more interest, but you also save more of your money to begin with. Okay, it's nice that we figured out how to calculate the value of a recurring investment after three years, but how would you go about figuring out the value of such an investment after something like 20 years? Figuring that out by hand using the method we used for three years would be a huge pain. And that naturally leads to the question, is there a better way? Perhaps something like the compound interest formula, but for recurring investments. Well, you'll be happy to know that there is a better way. But you'll have to wait until next week to find out what it is and what mathematical series have to do with it. Before we finish up for today, it's time for this week's featured number selected from the various numbers of the day that I posted to the Math Dudes Facebook page over the past week. This week's number is 93%. What is that? Well, somewhat sadly, it's the approximate percentage of all sent email messages that are spam. Believe it or not, there are approximately 300 billion email messages sent every day, which means that about 93% of 300 billion, or 279 billion, spam email messages are sent every day. I don't know about you, but that's a disturbingly large number, and it really makes me appreciate good spam filters. Okay, that's all for today. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll find a new number and math puzzle posted each and every weekday. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. And if you're on Twitter, please follow me there too at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Finally, if you have math questions, 
Feel free to send them my way using either Facebook, Twitter, or by email at mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.